Welcome back, friends, to Watch Closely, a weekly show where we take a closer look at the world of movies, television, and what's streaming. I'm your host, Jason, and as always, a man who knows, never eat the December snowflakes, always wait till January. And son of a nutcracker, he's back, everyone. Ernie, how have you been, man? Hello, hello. I'm doing well, dude. Uh, as always, thank you for having me on the podcast. I'm excited to do this episode. Glad to be back, dude. Sometimes I take that little hiatus to be a father, and uh, I don't know. Now I'm thinking about it. I'm like, I got to get rid of her. I'm <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm There's just no kidding, return man. policy on here. You, There's no return. Uh, how are you, man? How are you, though? I'm good. I'm good. Glad to have you back on the show. I mean, we are now in official holiday season. Yeah. Yes, dude. Exciting times, dude. Uh, the other day, dude, I was walking down the street because we did just a little walk and uh, it was super, you know, that that cold. And then all the lights were out, dude. And I was like, it's Christmas. I know. And it just I got so happy, dude. I was smiling. What about you, man? It snuck up on me, bro. I was like, what? Our neighbors had like the day after Thanksgiving, they were just like, boom, like all the Christmas lights are up. And I was like, oh, my gosh. That's Yeah, dude, people <laughs> around our neighborhood, there's like people that have had their Christmas lights all year round. <laughs> they never oh. took them down. So <laughs> I think they've been in the holiday spirit for like a year. But Isn't yeah, that I mean, like it, a, an elf or something? He says, treat every day like it's Christmas, something like that. Oh, that's right. Yeah, he says yeah. something like that. Yeah. But well, yeah, uh, thank you guys for joining us on this, I guess. One of many holiday episodes. Today, we're going to talk about some Star Wars news, some Spider-Man news, finally. I want to get Ernie's take on it. We got some new trailers for Pam and Tommy, a Dog, Bel Air, Halo, plus some Twitter questions to round it all out. So if you guys have questions or comments you want to have on the show, definitely tweet at us at Watchful Tweets, and we'll try and get your comment or question on the show. But first up, we got some Star Wars news. And uh, Ernie, I'm kind of excited to get your get your take on this. So... The future of Star Wars seems to be on Disney Plus, according to uh, a lot of the interviews with Kathleen Kennedy. You know, we got the Ahsoka Tano series that's going to start filming. We're going to get the Obi-Wan series. I think the Obi-Wan series is going to premiere, and then they're going to start recording the Ahsoka Tano series. Probably going to release in 2023. But it seems like the season, the first season is going to take some major plot points from the Rebels series. Um, yeah, because I think they're going to have one of the characters come into it, right? So you uh, you watched it right? I don't I don't really remember. No, much about I Rebels. did not. Honestly, yeah, Rebels is one of those uh, ones that I, as a, much of a Star Wars fan I, as I am, some of the animated stuff is uh, kind of evaded me, and just in terms of things to watch, I usually like to watch a lot of the live action stuff. But honestly, I heard great things about it. I want to check it out one of these days, but it's just like it's on the back burner right now for for now. Um, well, that's probably why they're bringing it into the live action series because a lot of people like ourselves ha- don't really watch. The animation as much or is not into it as much so i like that they're gonna bring some of the the major plot points in um kathleen kennedy also had an interview recently asking about the sequel characters like ray and finn like if they were ever going to be seen again and she said those characters are not forgotten so she's still thinking about them in the back of her mind she wants to bring them back eventually but i think right now their strongest line right now is all the stuff on disney plus like the mandalorian series a book of boba fett yeah. Um, yeah. Like, what do you think about that? Do you do you want those characters to return or you want to just like continue to just like explore the the like yeah. the stuff of the past? Kind of like. See, that that's that's hard. Like uh, a part of me wants new content. Like uh, I'm, I'm kind of over the story of Skywalker. Like there's so much more to explore, but I feel like uh, they try to end cap it with, you know, Revenge of the. Or, I mean, what is it, the last one called? I forget. Rise of Skywalker. Rise of Skywalker. Thank you. I'm sorry. It's like we don't want to think about it. <laughs> I, I just I've always hated that name, but. 
honestly, The Last Jedi was a really cool name. Um, but yeah, no, dude, overall, I think it's a great idea because, I mean, the characters were kind of cool. The only thing that they had was bad writing, right? Like, I think Finn should have been a Jedi. I think they, they were trying too hard to try to make it like the, the past movies. It just fell through. It felt like it went through so many rewrites that like they didn't even know what their end game was going to be at the end of it. You know, obviously they knew like, oh, yeah, OK, the Skywalker saga is going to end. But like, how do we get there? And I think they, they were stumbling through the writing in the films. I know a yeah. big thing that I was trying to tell you was that Ray, uh, like past interview, um, they were talking about the character and how they want her to be this different actress or actor. Because Daisy Riley, you know, I guess she finished her movies and she's done, but it's like they should have kept her like to keep with continuity in a sense. But yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm still debating like if I want uh, like new or old content because I love both. And some part of me kind of wants them to dive into a different because there's so much unexplored things in the Star Wars universe. I mean, Darth Revan, you know, stuff like that. Like if they went into him and his character, the Mandalorian War, but that's like the past, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like uh, uh, there isn't something that's fairly new that that we've seen past that, or at least that I know of. Um, but yeah, dude, I, I, I would, let me pitch you one an idea before <laughs> we move on. Uh, I think I saw a tweet uh, where Finn becomes a Jedi himself. He finds the force and his whole thing is to liberate the rest of the stormtroopers that are still under the... Uh, the empire or whatever the new stormtrooper oh, cool. is yeah i think that was a part of the series that they didn't we wanted them to explore but they didn't really because they introduced the idea that lots of different people have a certain degree of the jedi strength or power or whatever like i agree i'd love to explore that and like have him have kind of a bigger role yeah. in uh, unlocking those powers with other people yeah because like when the, the movie goes like you see finn and like, I was like, dude, this is freaking awesome. He broke free. That's the first stormtrooper to break free. Like how cool of a story that is. They had so many cool, like, like things that they could have, like Captain Phasma was awesome. Like I thought she was going to be even better than she was. Such this a waste is gonna be, though, man. <laughs> uh, and then they just wasted it, dude. Like I was like, dude, come on. I think like, uh, I know you were saying like Ray's character doesn't really want to come back, but I think it'll probably come down to like story and like script. Like you were saying, like I, I think it's actually a good call for them to focus on the the Disney Plus world for now and then maybe bring them back like sometime in the future. Yeah. I know like Adam Driver said he was not he's certainly not against returning as uh, Kylo Ren. So like I feel like like it, it could happen, right? Given the right directing and the right script, like I could see them returning and maybe improving upon the characters, just kind of like what they're doing with Hayden Christensen, letting him return and like. Yeah. revisit that character again mm -hmm. um, but i feel like right now it's just kind of in disarray i don't know if it's kathleen kennedy or what because they announced remember they announced like all these cool projects like rogue squadron and the rangers of the new republic and all that stuff is like falling by the wayside it seems like uh patty jenkins right she stepped away from rogue squadron and then the rangers of the new republic is just canceled like they're just like we're not returning to that and that's partially because of Gina Carano, right? Like the whole drama between yeah. her and like and the Twitter thing, Disney over Twitter. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, like you said, there's so many cool stories to explore and it just seems like over there, it's kind of a little in disarray. Like they need to focus on what's working for them. I think. Yeah. Do you think it's the new CEO, Bob J. Peck? Do you think that he, I know there's so many like moving cogs here that like, you know, kind of get Disney going, but like, do you feel that he's kind of changing it into what he believes might be? the best for the star wars franchise it could be because 
Like I know Patty Jenkins, like she was excited to work on this project with the Rogue Squadrons, but I think maybe there was a bit of micromanagement that was going on where she's like not giving the creative freedom that she wanted. And she's like, well, I'm just not going to deal with it. Like I can go back and do my own projects with whether it's Warner Brothers or what have you. But like, I think Marvel is a bit of that as far as like they want to keep their story continuous throughout all these movies and series. So I know there's a bit of micromanagement, but I feel like overall they want to let the director and the writers tell the story that they want. As long as it fits within that, you know, multi uh it's not multiverse, it's just the Marvel cinematic universe. Talking about their metaverse. Oh, the metaverse day. Uh I mean, no, yeah, definitely I I can definitely understand that. In the end, in the grand scheme of everything, it's all about money. Like you can see that there's like this big, big consumption of content in Disney Plus. Like their subscriber bases has jumped. I think we talked about it last time. I I forget the numbers right now, but people liked Disney Plus because of the Marvel show content, like the WandaVision, the Loki. Oh yeah. So now we have to get the Star Wars fandom there, you know, with shows. I mean, now right now they have the Mandalorian. They're going to have the Book of Boba. Um, I think they're slowly trying to build this content that people are just going to seek out. And so I, it, it's about money in the end of it. Like, I just, I'm always like, okay. I, I mean, <laughs> I, as much as we want something to happen, it's, 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 it's really about money. So like, you know, I always tell you guys, like, definitely vote with your wallet. And that's what this is. That's what's happening, right? People are voting with their wallet. Yeah, I, th- I definitely think the series is what's, driving a lot of the subscriber base and i think they want to round out their you know star wars portfolio and get the get the shows to a point where people are wanting to tune in whether it's every week or whatever they drop this the episodes i personally hate the week-to-week episode drop like i kind of liked what uh arcane did on netflix where there was like three episodes like a whole block of story i thought that was Mm -hmm. pretty cool but i'm sure they'll experiment with it um i I liked how hawkeye dropped two episodes like right off the bat to kind of get you hooked into it yeah, I think as the first episode was a little bit, um, it was good, but it wasn't great. It was a lot of setup, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot of setup, and I think both episodes coming out at once helped it. You like, you get more intrigued. So we'll have to see. Like, I'm excited for Obi Wan series. Like, that's that's pretty. Oh yeah, I'm excited. And Book of Boba Fett. So they have good stuff coming our way. I just, it's a little sad that we're not going to get any theatrical movies for a while, right? They're going to be focused on Disney Plus content. Yeah, yeah. I, I think uh, for now, so, I mean, we, we still got to understand the pandemic is still a thing. And now we have uh, Omicron. It sounds like a freaking uh, Decepticon, <laughs> like a Transformer, doesn't it? I think in the, in the background, like they know that this is still a thing. So like they could stand to lose money if it tries to make a theatrical release. You know what I mean? So they're probably like, let's push this back for now and let's see what we can do on our biggest platform. Yeah, that's true. Like the pandemic is definitely a factor. And I wonder how it's going to affect their new hotel that they're opening up at in uh, Walt Disney World, right? Like they have that Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser thing that's supposed to open up in March uh, 2022. Oh, yeah. yeah. I think if you're like an ultimate nerd, you're going to definitely want to go check it out. They'll probably still have the mask mandates and whatnot. But man, that thing is crazy looking. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, dude, that, that that's really awesome. It's like, I think... Uh, you had written it down here, but it's like $4,800 per guest. And I was like, dang, who's crazy enough to pay for that? <laughs> I am. You gotta be a Star Wars fan. <laughs> I bro. definitely would. I, dude, I would definitely, for me, my daughter and my wife, that'd be awesome. Like, what a cool little trip. And uh, one thing, like, if you guys haven't done anything Disney, like, oh, we've talked about before, like the Disney cruise, like, def- dude, 
Disney makes it magical. Like, you know how they say that? It sounds kind of silly. Like, oh, Disney magic. They definitely do that. Like, they really go out of their way to make you feel like you're in a part of Disney. Eh, Disneyland. It's freaking crazy. Yeah. Um, so I can only imagine what they would do with, like, the Star Wars Galactic Cruise. Like, Star Cruise. That sounds neat. Like, it, you, you do, like, lightsaber training. Uh, you can operate a ship with, like, the cannon. Like, they teach you how to operate a ship. Like the defense cannons, like that's that's freaking cool, dude. It's like living a childhood dream for some. Yeah, and supposedly the 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 two days that you're there for, I guess that they do it on two day blocks. Like you can't stay there a week, I don't think. But the the two days that you're there, they set up a whole story. So like, there's like stuff happening on the ship while you're like there, and like it's just the it sounds like the nerdiest of the nerdy man. Like if you just love Star Wars, you're just gonna get swept up in this world and. It just looks, it looks pretty cool, dude. I, yeah. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on Star Wars news, but let's get on to our, our second news topic of the day. And that is Spider-Man. There's a bunch of Spider-Man news and I haven't talked to you for a while, Ernie. I want to get your, I want to gauge your opinion on this, dude. You're flying out into the darkness to fight ghosts. What do you mean? They all die fighting Spider-Man. It's their fate. I'm sorry, kid. Yeah, me too. What do you What do you think of the Spider-Man trailer? Do who's punching uh, uh, freaking the lizard? Is it uh, Andrew <laughs> Garfield? It's got to be right. Yes, why did they, they leave it in? well, but why did they leave it in? Yeah, exactly. But for me and you to talk about it, <laughs> I I feel like they they're they're so. Dude, come on. These people are paid top dollar to overanalyze things. They're doing that on purpose. So me and you and others can discuss and like garner so much hype over it that it's just going to sell more tickets. Like, I think uh, you, we were discussing this before the podcast, like tickets for for uh, for uh, the Spider-Man No Way Home go on sale Cyber Monday. Right. right? And it's already like rumored or like through the Twitterverse, I guess, that it's just going to sell out like crazy. Like everyone's trying to get it. I know, dude. So the, the hype is real, dude. What did you what did you, what did you think about it? Still, we have no like concrete confirmation that the other two Spider-Man are in the multiverse, except for like, you know, some hearsay in the interviews. And oh, talk about that hearsay. Talk about that hearsay. Dude. Let, <laughs> let, let them know, dude. Let them know what's going on. Dude. Well, there's I don't know who came out with the. Uh, there was some sort of leak on online where they're saying like, oh, the, the run times for each character, like they're each going to get about a half hour. And um, it's funny, Andrew Garfield's just like, I'm not taking any more Spider-Man questions. <laughs> He's just came out. <laughs> he knows. Like, not- he knows. And then he even said in an interview, he goes like, when that movie comes out, you're going to know if you're going to be both disappointed or really excited or something. He says something in that, you know, not verbatim. I wasn't able to, you know, say what he said, but something like that. And I was like, come on, come on, dude. <laughs> he's, just, Andrew, he's just tired Andy, of lying dude, to the public, bro. Yeah. He's just like, I, yeah. stop asking me. You guys know. <laughs> yeah, because he just came. I think he, it was during his uh, press tour for uh, Tick, Tick, Boom, I believe, right. on Netflix that just released not too long ago. But I, I don't and know, then when, bro. Uh, when Sony did the the watch along of the tra- the second trailer and they had uh, Tom, Tom Holland. Tom Holland and, yeah, yeah. and Zendaya. And like, they're all sitting there watching it. And he goes, where's the... <laughs> <laughs> like other people like full like, like got that little snippet yeah. and like he's confirming it i'm like oh my gosh these guys that's awesome dude i i'm dude i think i told you about this like tom holland i think he's like spoiled it twice something of spider-man i think twice 
and uh, Kevin Feige has a sniper on him now. <laughs> no, but I mean, obviously he never took him down, but like, it's just like, there's so much things that are happening that like, you know, now people are like overhyping the film and, you know, I'm excited, definitely excited to watch it. But like, do you think like we need to kind of set our expectations here? Oh, for sure. Or is it, or are we... <laughs> Oh, well, you already answered what I was going to say. Or are we like, you know, oh, no, we need to be this hype because it's probably going to be the craziest Marvel cinematic universe kind of multiverse movie, I guess. Oh, man, dude, the, uh, the theories are just crazy. Like, I love hearing like people's like, like, do you think like based on this one frame, you know, he's going to be like this. I'm like, oh, my gosh, like there was a they did drop a lot in that trailer. I will admit. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot. I watched it with some movie i saw ghostbusters yeah dude ghostbusters had it in the imax format so you get that extra wide aspect ratio and it's just it's just so much more immersive like i was saying like when he's swinging through the city it just feels like yes like i love that feeling of the spider-man yeah 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 but yeah dude so like the thing i wanted to talk to you about is like the, the key thing that i think could determine which way the story goes is that when dr strange says they all die at the hands of spider-man right like he's saying that all the villains will die in, mm-hmm. in, in one multiverse or another. What is the implications of that? Like, is he saying like, like he's wanting to send them all back because they're, and even uh, Dr. Uh, Doc Ock says you're fighting ghosts, right? Because they're, they're eventually going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Did, did you have like a theory? Like you're thinking like, this is how it's going to go. Yes. And no, I, I, well, my, my theory was that, if they don't go back to their own universes to die as they were intended to, obviously it's going to change the timeline. Right. So, uh, essentially like maybe possibly in Andrew Garfield's amazing Spider-Man, Gwen Stacy probably won't die. Um, or, you know, you know what I mean? Like there's so many possibilities, uh, uh, that, that can just like, it, it can, uh, uh, branch out and create a different story. So, I, I definitely can see what they're trying to go for. And him saying that, I'm like, dude, come on. Like other Spider-Men have to show up. Like it doesn't make sense for Tom Holland to be able to, or Tom Holland Spider-Man to be able to like contain the, these types of villains who he has no idea who they are. Right. He's just right. starting to be a Spider-Man. Like I think you, uh, you get like, um, in one of the clips, you see Green Goblin, but now he has a new costume, right? He looks a little bit more like the one from Amazing Spider-Man, in a sense. He has, like, a hoodie. Yeah, he takes the mask uh, off. He doesn't have yeah, a big plastic. Yeah, and then, or, uh, sorry, um, he looks a little bit more like uh, Harry Osborn, his son in uh, in the movie, right? What's his? Uh, oh, the Hobgoblin? Uh, the Hobgoblin or whatever you call him, yeah. And then, and then you see um, Electro, and he has an arc reactor, like the Tony Stark tech. Mm-hmm. And then he says, "You're not going to take this from me," or something like that. Or yeah, yeah, that's what he said. So it's like I don't know. It's there's so much. There's so many things, dude. Like I feel like they. I think I was telling you this. Like my my big thing is going to be like Andrew Garfield is going to be the Spider Man that shows up. That's like down on his luck because Gwen Stacy died. You know. Yeah. What I mean? Well, that's obviously a, the, that's a big the way, hit. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, obviously the way the movie ends, you know, there's still a little hope in him, and that's when he fights Rhino. We never get that fight scene, but um. Uh, I think that's the one. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking, that's I've the second one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then so, like, I feel like he would come back as, like, the villain Spider-Man in a sense. Like, they could do stuff like that. They could... There's so many cool things that they could, like, bring out, dude. What What about you? What do you think? Like, uh, I had a bunch of theories, and I'm not sure uh, if any of them will pan out. 
I, I, when right, I, let me hear when your I, the most uh, uh, <laughs> craziest theory, the one that you're like, I, I, you just you're like, yes, this is probably most plausible one. Well, I'll tell you two. I'll tell you two of the ones that I, I really enjoy like thinking about. So the first one is uh, because he says they all die at the hands of Spider Man, and uh, we need to send them back. And then Spider Man's like, like, I can't save everyone, and he steals the box. And and then so like so we don't know what the box does yet. We're still it's the MacGuffin, right? But maybe this is the Spider-Man that he doesn't want them all to die, right? Like he wants to be the one that the, the selfless one and like just yeah. send them back to live their lives. Because there's a shot where Electro's like, You're not gonna take this away from me. And it looks like he's fighting Doc Ock. So maybe somehow he befriends Doc Ock. Maybe that's how Doc gets the upgraded uh, nanobots on his claws, maybe. I, my speculation was that maybe Tom Holland's helping him, like somehow those nanobots help to control his cerebral, uh, you know, so he could actually control him and it's not being controlled by the arms. Remember? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, so maybe he actually becomes a friend of him and then Doc Ock's actually fighting with him. Maybe that's one of the guys they CG'd out of that shot. Maybe he's actually fighting against them. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. but maybe the only way to save everyone is for him to like sacrifice himself. Like imagine if they actually like killed off the Tom Holland's version of Spider-Man. Oh like, my God, that's, that's, uh, big. <laughs> that's big. That's bold. I imagine. Cause he's like, that's it. Right. He, a lot of his interviews, he's saying like, this is probably like the, the end of this chapter, right. Of Spider-Man. So what if they're like secretly holding back, like, you know, I don't know. I don't know. It's just an, it's just a cool idea to like think about. That's interesting. But then the second one that's also really fun, and I'm sure it's not going to happen, but uh, Doctor Strange at the end of the trailer, he's like, they're coming through and I can't, you know, I can't stop them. And you see the riffs, like it looks like the uh, multiverse riffs. And people are saying like, why is he fighting on the, on the top of the Statue of Liberty in this, you know, because the, the big battle in this trailer looks like it takes place on Statue of Liberty. And people are like, it seems very like strange that this is the location. And you know, they got the Captain America shield like they're putting on to replace like the the um the Liberty Torch. And people are saying, what if this all goes back to the original X-Men? Because remember, Magneto was trying to trigger that device that would yeah, yeah. you know cause all these mutations to happen in the New York City. Like, what if like for some crazy reason? It, like the rifts are are shifting and then like you see him show up and like the, the device gets triggered in this one. And that's our start of mutants. Like we actually <laughs> like people would lose their minds if Hugh Jackman's Wolverine came out or like Storm or yeah, somebody, yeah. you know, like because it'd have to be uh, um, if I'm not mistaken, I think uh, Rogue and Magneto are on the top of the uh, what's it called? The Lady Liberty. Right. Right. And the, the first one. And uh What's his name? Wolverine is the one that kind of cuts the ch- uh, cuts the chains together, and she uses her ability to heal herself because right. you know she's she got stabbed or something happened like that. But yeah, I mean, dude, yeah, that dude. I, I remember you were telling me that that uh, theory last night, and I was like, dang, that's a that's a stretch. It's a super that is stretch. A fr- that is a big <laughs> stretch, but I'm like, yes, that would be freaking cool. Like, how better to like uh, uh, line up. Uh, all these characters from past films and then like Kamala what's her name um Kamala Khan right mm-hmm. and what if that's what converts her into uh, uh basically uh Miss Marvel because you remember in the well I mean like I said I don't know but I'm not a I don't know Kamala Khan other than the video game that I played Marvel Avengers mm-hmm. and in that film 
they're 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 doing some sort of like work on some sort of reactor or something in the sky that's always going to be up there i don't remember but basically whatever the pulse that comes out it looks like the magneto thing and it creates metahumans uh, interesting so i mean you could fall in line with it definitely dude dude yeah so like i don't know it, it seems like a big stretch but it would be such a cool like way to tie everything together and the only evidence for it is the fact that they're fighting on the statue of liberty and also x-men is the very first movie that kevin feige ever worked on so he has a soft spot for that film mm, that's true right? that's true so i don't know like it yeah and there's all these like you know tom holland in the in the trailer screening he's like you guys this is just the tip of the iceberg like you don't even know what's coming. Like you know, yeah, yeah, of course yeah. he's gonna say that. But so many, yeah. There's so yeah. many implications that like we're blowing it so out of proportion, though. Exactly. Like, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. There's so many things that are implied, right? That are like, oh, this is probably gonna be the craziest movie you've ever watched. In a way, yeah. and, and you're like, because like you know, in a way, we thought that the Spider-Man movie it was gonna be okay. It was gonna be cool. It's gonna be like a little Spider-Man, Spider-Verse. Maybe he goes into different. But like now it's like the epitome of like what multiverse is going to be. Right. Is what it seems like thus far. Like it seems like this movie should have been called Spider-Man. Uh, what is it? Uh, multiverse Madness or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. You know, like the this one's imagine what the Doctor Strange one will do when it's true. Because that's got to be bigger than this. Oh, man. It's so uh, the thing that's sad is that this one comes out, what, December 17th? Um, but then we have this whole like five months of no Marvel movies. Like it's just going to be a big chunk after after Hawkeye's done. We just wait until I think it's May or end of March or something like that. And then we get. I don't think Doctor Strange is next. I think we get Thor, right? I think yeah, I think it Thor's first, if I'm not mistaken. In the in the slate, what about Morbius and all that stuff? That's true. I don't know if that's all going to factor in or if that's. I mean, like Sony's going to just take take their own uh they they it kind of does doesn't it because like venom right is mentioned in the morbius trailer and venom sorry spoiler alert, guys at the end <laughs> of uh venom let there be carnage he gets taken into a different universe we assume it's tom Maybe. holland's universe that we know but it could be a different one we don't know right like tom holland is one mold Tom Holland is one Spider-Man, yes, but there could be another Tom Holland Spider-Man in a different universe. True. Oh, man. Yeah, it's getting complicated. And there's rumors that Venom might show up in Tom Holland's movie. And oh, man, so many things. So based yeah. on this trailer, Ernie, <laughs> are you going to see it or are you going to skip it? Oh, I'm going to definitely see this, dude. Uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be crazy. It's going to be a wild ride. Yeah, man, I'm excited for it. All right, so our next trailer is uh, called Super Pets. I have an owner, and he's Superman. Let me just iron that out. They should call me Iron Man. <laughs> no. My dog's the best, but he's not the greatest with other animals. What is new with you, fellow normal dog? I bit the FedEx guy the other day. Who was he working for? General Zod, the Legion of Doom. FedEx. Of course. The Federation of Exes, not to be trusted. So I'll read the synopsis. It says, when Lex Luthor captures the Justice League, it's up to their pets to come to their aid. The film follows Superman's dog, Crypto, who enlists the assistance of very, various superpowered animals, such as a pig, a turtle, and a squirrel, 
as they devise a strategy to save their super pals. So it stars uh, the voices of Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Kate McKinnon, John Krasinski, uh, a lot of people. Oh, uh, Diego Luna's in this. Dude, I'm, I, I actually really like this trailer. Did you do, what do you think of it? I thought it was really cool, dude. I actually saw it again before we started the episode. And I was like, this is, this is going to be adorable. This is going to be funny. Uh, it's, you know, it's Dwayne, Jox, Dwayne Johnson, well, The Rock and Kevin Hart. And, you know, they're always sweet when they're together. So I was like, I wonder how they're going to like, you know, play out off of like, you know, being animated characters. But like, you can definitely see that there's like this banter between the characters. And I think the first like clip of it is like, he's talking to like, uh, uh, um, Crypto is talking to a Corgi. And he's telling him like, oh, hey, hello, fellow citizens. You know, like if he's like a, like, yeah. you know, he, he has no social skills. And the guy's like, yeah, I've been a FedEx guy. He's like, oh, was he working with the, the League of the of something? I forget what he says, but then he's like, he's like, nah, he works for FedEx or something like that. And then it, but it's, it's like just the Federation it, of Exes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's just so sweet. I was just like, I was like, this is going to be really good. I'm like, I'm excited to watch this one. It, yeah, it, it, there's parts of this trailer that definitely made me smile. Like it, it plays on the like if you're a dog lover or a dog person, like it plays on that where the, the crypto's trying to wake up Superman while he's sleeping and he's like laying on top of him, and then eventually he like he grabs him by his his foot and like drags him up into the sky and drops him because mm-hmm. he can fly. He's like, okay, I'm up, and then they go for a walk, which is flying around the city. <laughs> <laughs> um, the thing that I think made me laugh the most was the squirrel because the squirrel's like. I didn't get any superpowers, oh, and then, yeah. like the lightning comes out of his. Head. <laughs> yeah. That was that was pretty funny. Um, uh, yeah, it lo- it looks creative. Like I think it looks fun how how they're doing different takes. Like the turtle gets super speed, and the the pig gets really like giant. Um, I think it'll be a fun a fun trailer, especially if you're a dog fan, right? Um, surprisingly, there's like no cats in the trailer. There might be a cat that shows up, but. Seems like it's more aimed towards people that like love dogs. Oh no, yeah. At the end of the trailer, a cat shows up. I think he's like, he has like, uh, uh, he tries to attack uh, Kevin Hart's character. Um, I forget. I think his name is Ace. He's a uh, Batman's dog, and uh, uh, he jumps at him. I don't know if you recall that. And then like the cat has like some sort of like rockets or something. Oh, that's that right. Something to... shoots out of his tail. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I, I don't know where they're getting these animals. I I assumed, <laughs> you know, I was looking into it. I was trying to read uh, uh, up on the on the uh, DC league of super pets and i wasn't able to find if these are like the pets of the justice league in a way um because obviously like the turtle would be like the flash you know it, it, they would they would emulate uh their owner right um so i, I don't know I, I was trying to figure that out but i was like this is this looks like a fun movie uh, i think it comes out uh uh thing next year may so definitely keep an eye out for that <laughs> following in line with man's best friend our next trailer is Dog. It's expired, sir. Oh, come on, man. You know how many times I've been in and out of this gate with that? Excuse me? What's the odds on my sister? Step out of the vehicle, sir. You want me to step hey. out of the vehicle? I'll have a... He's with the Ranger Battalion. Ranger Battalion. I've been busting my ass to get my mind and my body back into a good place. I need to get back in the game, sir. You want to get back in the game? Prove it. Sergeant Rodriguez was a legend. Family funeral Sunday outside of Nogales. They want his dog at the funeral. You do this, and you're back in the game. She won't work with anyone. One minute she's good, the next minute she's sending three guys to the ER. What's up, dog? And you're gonna go on a little road trip. Easy. What are y'all so scared of? Come out, big time. 
is your deal, man. Maybe just take the crazy down one notch. Hey! No, 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 no! No! You're just a demon. You're just a demon! Now, this movie is with Shining Tatum, a U.S. Army Ranger attempting to earn the trust of his superior, is, is charged with transporting Lulu, a dog, to his caretaker's burial cross-country. Without comprehending what he's gotten himself into, Lulu begins to act out, and it is through these hardships and tribulations that a friendship blossoms. Dude, I saw this trailer, and I was like, dude, this looks like one of those heartwarming movies, and like... I didn't want to add this part because I thought it was a little sad. I think if you guys look into it, I think in IMDb, like it says, one of them is going to live long life and the other one isn't. And I'm like, they're going to kill the dog. No. Yeah, hard. that's what I'm saying, dude. It's, it's going to be like another Marley and Me kind of movie where it's like, oh, you know, it's like a tearjerker. But like you Dang. watch the trailer and there's so many like little moments where it's like, yeah, I mean, they could have added the song, I'm on top of the world. Hey! You know, so yeah, yeah. <laughs> it always makes everything so lighthearted. <laughs> and I was like, this movie looks sweet, dude. Um, what did you think about it, though? I liked it. I think you're right. It, it it does look heartwarming. I think I have to be in a certain mood to watch this movie. I felt like um, the state I was in when I watched the trailer, it didn't. I wasn't like, oh, I want to go watch this right now. It was kind of like, I think I want to watch it maybe on like a a Saturday morning or a Saturday afternoon where I don't have much going on and I just want to like have a fun feel good movie. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, you know, it's definitely pulling on the, the, the heartstrings if you're a dog lover again, I thought it was interesting that the Channing Tatum is actually co-directing this with, uh, I don't know who the other director is, but he's, this is, I think one of his first directing. Oh, yeah, it's a, it's a Reed Carolyn. Yeah, yeah. It's uh the other director. That's kind of like, I think they're doing like that co-directing, just like you said. Um, I do want to say one thing, and let, let me, a little bit of a rant here, dude. Are you ready for this, dude? I haven't had a rant in a while, dude. I feel, and uh, correct me if I'm wrong, dude, Shanning uh, Tatum is like the new Patrick Swayze. And, and don't get me wrong, Patrick Swayze was awesome in his time, but th- doesn't it seem like Shanning Tatum is kind of coming up in the same kind of way that that Patrick Swayze did, you know, like Patrick Swayze had a bunch of like kind of little small action films here and there, and not until he did, I think, uh, was it Dirty Dancing, the movie where he dances? <laughs> that, sounds, <laughs> that sounded funny, but yeah, when he did Dirty Dancing in like 1987 was when he really garnered like an audience, and it was like primarily female people were like, oh, you know, Patrick Swayze, he was he's not gonna, you know, he's just for women, and that was what Shining Tatum was with Magic Mike, right? All right, and then we go into Roadhouse, 1989. Everybody loved, loved Patrick Swayze. He was a badass. And if you saw the movie, he was cool. He was like a freaking bouncer. Right. And I was like, dude, Shannon Tatum is following in line with that. Doesn't it seem like that? Am I tripping? Well, I mean, everyone loved him in the 21 Jump Street series, like the first and second one. Those were great. Yeah, definitely. And I think he really came into his own for comedy, similar to how... Uh, Chris Hemsworth did with the Thor Ragnarok, right? So, like, I think he has this thing where he can just, like, kind of disappear for a while and then come back and people are like, oh, Channing Tatum. Like, yeah, yeah. he has a good rapport with the audience. There's nothing really super negative about him. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Seems like seems like people love him. Like, but I think uh, that was the thing is what I was trying to say was, like, in line with both of those, like, actors was, like, that they did have something that were said bad about him. Like, like when Channing, like Channing Tatum, when he did Magic Mike, that's what he was like known for. Like, and save, I think, save the last dance, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. I, I forget his other dancing movie that Shannon yeah, Tatum did. He did a, did. a, a series of like 
uh, romantic comedies that people were like, eh. Like, yeah, if you they, loved they, him, then you'd watch it, but, like, not everyone liked it, right? Exactly. I think it was called Step Up is what it was. And then he went into, like, I think Step Up 2, and then he did, like, a bunch of other random films, and then he did G.I. Joe. Right. If you remember that. And then he did Dear John, and he kind of followed this movies that kind of were started to change who he was, in a sense. Not until, I want to say, maybe... 21 Jump Street where he kind of went back to like his comedic route and then it started slowly changing but I was just like I thought about that today I was like I wonder if anyone has had that thought where like you know because like Patrick Swayze was a sex symbol at that time I felt like Channing Tatum was kind of as well with those films that's interesting you say that yeah I mean he is kind of like I don't know if he's reinventing himself but he's he's definitely he knows the brand he wants to head towards in that direction I think he's working towards it um. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see like upcoming projects. He hasn't been, yeah, you know, cast in like a Marvel film or a DC. Well, he was film. supposed to be Gambit, right? Yeah, that was the rumor, and then it kind of got. He would have been a great happened. Gambit. I think so uh, too, man. He would have been really cool. But I like that he's doing kind of more. I don't know if this is like a passion project for him, but it's more of a something he wants to do as opposed to the fanfare. Yeah, maybe this is one of those things that like it's a learning, uh, learning process, right? Um, you know, like it's, it, it is his first foray into like directing, like you stated, and uh, this might be like somehow a way for him to understand and better develop his like skills as an actor. So, I, I mean, I generally I'm going to give this movie a chance and I, I'm I'm definitely it's a see it for me. What about you? Are you here for the German Malamute or are you or Malamute? <laughs> Or, or are you here for Magic Mike himself? Dang, no. What like what like I was saying? Like I, this is a movie where I have to be in a in the right mindset to watch it. It's not something I want to put on like as soon as it comes out. Uh, it does seem like something I would want to stream uh, when I'm in the mood for it. So it's like a see it for me, but like in the right time. <laughs> reluctant to see it for you. Okay. Not reluctant, just like uh, kind of be in the mood for it. I don't know what you'd call it. Casual see it for me. <laughs> so the next one we have is a teaser that dropped for the upcoming dramatization reenactment of Will Smith's Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. This is a story all about how my life got flipped and turned upside down. Looked at my kingdom. I was finally there to sit on my throne. That was, of course, a TV show in the 1990s. I saw this, and it's interesting, Ernie. What what, what did you think about this? Well, first of all, I think we both had this uh, uh, similar uh, idea after the fact. Did we need this? Did we yeah. need a heavy dramatized version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? The show was uh, awesome, dude. I was a big fan of it. Like I I genuinely enjoyed it. I just started watching it like again not too long ago. Still holds up. Still great. Like it it has a great um you know, it stood the the test of time in a sense. Like I, I like I I think it's still a great a great show. Now, do we need to see that story, you know, <laughs> <laughs> with the seriousness of like he's actually gonna get killed 
um, while he's playing court. I mean, while he's playing b-ball outside of the courts. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, do we need I, to see yeah. that? Like, I, I don't know. I'm going to watch it, dude. Don't get me wrong. I, I definitely want to check it out. I, 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 I'm, I'm kind of like, but I'm like a little reluctant into seeing what they can do. Like, I feel like, I don't know. It just seems so, I don't know. So just based on this teaser that we got, it doesn't look like nothing hooked me the way it probably should have. Like I need to see more to to get a good sense of it, whether or not I want to see it or not. But like you said, like it's like why? Like it's it's like if you had the only the only show I can think of is like Family Guy, right? Like imagine they're like, we're gonna come out with the dramatization of Family Guy with a whole new cast. Like no 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 same people. It's gonna be like this dramatic like how was he as a family man or just, you know, whatever i don't know it just seems like the reason why we watched fresh prince of bel-air was for will smith and the and the cast right like if you didn't have those people in that show it would have been a completely different show and i feel like will smith and um what's his name that played carlton like all the all the people in that show was the reason why we watched that show like we love those characters we love the people that were portraying them and this is just like out of left field to me. It feels like very weird, very strange. Like, how are they going to dramatize it? Like, I don't know. Like, is it going to be the same type of thing where they're trying to, you know, instill family values and life lessons? Is it going to be episodic? Is it going to be drama? Is it going to be behind the scenes? I don't know. I, I need to see more of it. Like right now I'm kind of, it's not selling me based mm-hmm. on what we saw. It was like a guy in a pool and he was, you know, the crown they're, they're flows. Doing the, yeah, they're doing the song. Uh, but they're uh, saying it like they're just spoken word. Like, yeah, like if it's like, uh, 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 what's that called? Like, um, they do it in the Goofy movie, remember, where he's like, you're taking my air or something, something, you know, like all oh, slam poetry, kind of like, like very oh, yeah. po- poetic kind of in a sense. Dude, I, before we move on. So those who don't know, Bel Air, the show that, you know, this, this is ba- the this is going to be based on it. I think it's going to be on Paramount Plus, if I'm not mistaken. Um, was based on a on a fan made trailer that uh, um, I think they're called Sun Squared Media. So this was like posted in 2019. At some point, Will Smith kind of got the the uh, uh, like found it on YouTube, and you know he spoke to the guy. They had this big thing, and they're like, "Dude, I liked what you did. It looks cool. This wasn't something like that I was thinking that we needed, but we're gonna have now." Or not that we're going to have that, that we have, you know, to see. And the dude, if you guys look it up, this is Bel Air 2019, I think it came out. Um, if you guys look up the trailer, dude, the trailer is freaking awesome. Yeah, like I like that one. Yeah, that trailer is great. Like, they, whoever filmed that was, well, I, I think it's the same person, but they sold it. But then again, like, this isn't the, the one that I'm telling you guys to watch is an official trailer. This one is still a teaser. So, you know, they didn't show enough. Um, so th- there's going to be more later on. Um, granted, you know, they should have probably brought out something a lot better than what they showed, but I guess like, it's kind of one of those artsy fartsy trailers where it's like, he's drowning in his own, you know, the world that's coming into him and, and the crown basically is like, like it's, it's, you know, what what was that, that saying? It's like the heavy, heavy weighs the head of the crown or something. Exactly. (laughs) I'm not saying that right, but that's probably like, you know, they're going for that. And you know, it's interesting enough for to garner a watch from me, but I'm still hesitant. 
I'm going to call it the Jason of Cedars. <laughs> but in between the in between. Oh, that sounds like a freaking cool little. I like that. The in between right now is what I am. I mean, just just based on the teaser, if we're just basing our see it or skip it off the teaser, I would skip it for now. Like I don't it didn't hook me. Like I said, I need to see more. Um, so skip it for me. Maybe it'll be a see it in the next trailer. We'll see. All right. So Fresh Prince was a show that stood the test of time, thanks to the great performances and writing. But here's a story about a relationship that didn't last long, but had a wild ride. Regardless, our next trailer is Pam and Tommy. Goddamn. It's so private. It's like we're seeing something we're not supposed to be seeing, which is kind of what makes it so hot. If this thing ever got out, Baby, we will get it back. It's not a big deal to me. I'm on that tape, same as you. No, not like me or not. Here we go. What the hell is this? Well, this is a mini series that follows Pamela Anderson and Tommy Lee's relationship while. They're married, and the notorious sex tape that came out back in the was it the '90s, kind of like the birth of the internet because we didn't really have streaming like we do now. I know I do. So I do remember this when I was a kid. A little side story: when the like the the movie had come out, like I was like a kid, and everyone was talking about it. And I didn't have internet, <laughs> but but like there was kids there. They're like, "Oh, I got the movie, and I'm watching it." And I was like, "This is weird. Like, why do you guys care to check that out or whatever?" <laughs> but you know, I was still young. I wasn't like into that stuff. But I just a shock that. value back in the day. Yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. I think that was like that and the Paris Hilton thing and all that. So I say the thing that I took away from this trailer, because the story itself, I was kind of like, ah, do we need this? Like you said, like the Bel Air thing. Like, like do we need do we need a movie? I mean, it's interesting. What's a miniseries, right? Yeah. Do we need the yeah, miniseries? Yeah. yeah, it's coming to Hulu, right? It's a miniseries on Hulu. Yes. But Lily James, bro, like she looks crazily like like Pamela Anderson like does not look like herself like if you watch Cinderella and then you watch this you're like those are two different people like it's it's crazy how much she looks the part dude Sebastian Stan as well like he looks like uh, I could tell I could tell him right away. I mean yeah in, in in certain like when he does certain like faces yes but I'm like dude they look pretty freaking spot on dude I was just like geez I think that's the thing that sold me the most about this series is that I was like, oh my gosh, the performances, the way they're trying to portray these real people, it's crazy. And these are people that are still alive and still around. Like the like, like it, yeah. That I think that's the most interesting part of this trailer for me, at least. Yeah, yeah. I, are you? I thought you the most interesting part of was uh, Seth Rogen's perverted uh, <laughs> hair and uh, look that he has when he finds the film in the beginning. With his, uh, <laughs> What's, what's, what's it's like a thing in the back. Moha- what is it? Uh, yeah, the f- business in the front, party in the back. Uh, yeah, <laughs> he looks so funny. I never would have thought to see him like that. But then again, he does have a show that he kind of. I think he had like a, a show of something that he looked some. It's similar in that style, but I mean, it might and be Nick wrong. Offerman did. He's got that sweet like. Oh look yeah, too. yeah. The nineties look. Yeah, it's funny that like this is a time period that 
a lot of people alive and and like you know that are currently parents are they live through it right so they know exactly what um what, what they're this, what yeah, they're what trying to portray yeah yeah it's funny that's me dude that's you <laughs> i was born around this time to see this stuff unfold i remember it was such a big thing like and uh like oh even my mother who is a spanish like primarily spanish speaker doesn't know much english but you know knows the news obviously knows who these people were yeah and i remember uh uh <laughs> Never mind, because uh, I had you know later on in my life I I saw the the film I saw what there was, and uh, there was this moment in the movie I didn't watch the whole thing I just saw this one clip, I was so crazy freaking Tommy Lee bro, he's a wild man, he's a wild <laughs> man let's just say that. All I know is the the height of the this was like the height of Pamela Pamela Anderson's popularity right like she was on Baywatch yeah, like Baywatch. everyone was like aware of her. Um, that was like a huge show at the time. Mm-hmm. So like, it's going to be interesting. Like if, if nothing else, it's like a nostalgia piece. Like if you grew up in the nineties, like you'll kind of, I, I, I personally don't really have a whole lot of interest in watching this just because it's like the, the content's like, eh, whatever. Like it came and it went. Because you've already time. seen the erotic film is why you're. Because, all... right. We already have the real thing. I already like, saw why? it. I don't need to. <laughs> no, but seriously, like I, I was taken aback by Lily James's like look because she looks so uh, much different than her normal self. Definitely, like, man. Yeah. I didn't think it was gonna sell at all, but then when this trailer came out, I was like, "Oh my gosh!" Like the performances look crazy. So yeah, yeah. that's probably why I'd, why I'd watch it. Overall, I'd probably skip it just because it. Yeah, like I said, like the content is like, eh. yeah, it's not something you're looking for. I mean, if the reviews come out and say like, oh, it's great, I I might change my mind. But just based off this trailer, it's probably a skip. Yeah, definitely. I think uh, for me as well, I do want to mention that this is, again, a Hulu miniseries that will be releasing February 2nd, 2022. So you got some time to decide. You never know. Maybe this is uh, this is this teaser trailer that just uh, came out. Maybe it wasn't the best one, just like Bel Air. And uh, maybe the, the official trailer sells you a little bit more you see a little bit of more of pamela anderson or lily james's pamela anderson running through the beach uh in slow-mo and then you say (laughs) as jason uh here would say um i am here for this or no actually i say that (laughs) (laughs) i am here for this so yeah just give it for me though i I, I do want to end on yeah i mean yeah we'll just leave that there i had like a note about commentary and like privacy and celebrities like if it touches on that a little oh, bit go more, for it, it dude might make might make it a little more interesting like if it's talking about overall like how the internet has kind of taken privacy away from celebrities and yeah i don't know it, we'll see what the commentary like if it's just focused on the shock value of like the same thing that happened in the 90s like just bringing more of the kids awareness i guess i don't know no but. i mean before we move on i think yeah you're definitely right this is such a different time period this is a time where the internet wasn't r- running rampant and not everyone knew what was going on like this was on the news this wasn't right. on the internet this wasn't uh, uh what's that thing that just came out with every celebrity uh, uh freaking the fappening that was online right you know what i mean like everyone knew about it on twitter on everything this like social media existed but it, i don't think it was like what it is now so definitely like it's a different take and and you're right like privacy of celebrities now is more you know in your face than it was back in the day you know they try to hide what they were doing or i mean as well as they could right 
But you yeah, know, it like, seems almost like impossible now. Like now, if you're a celebrity now, yeah. like everything's online. Like you just have no privacy at all. No, definitely not, dude. Like you saw like, you know, Toby Maguire yelling at news reporters. It's like everywhere. It's a meme now. You, it's there's a bunch of craziness. But like so that's the that's the 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 really big thing about this this uh this mini series is like it's gonna take you back to a simpler time, you know. Right. <laughs> to, <laughs> To back before Facebook was uh, t- stealing your uh, data or whatever they're doing now, or the metaverse. Hey, speaking of a simpler time, Ernie, do you remember playing Halo? Dude, dude, the old, the old green cube Xbox, and the the multiplayer of Halo franchise that was a that was a fun time. Definitely At least when I was growing up, yeah, land parties, the first ones that I've ever had in my life. Man, those were so much fun. Oh, definitely, dude. That's that's great times, dude. You just brought me back uh, <laughs> some simpler times back when bills. I mean, bills were paid, but not by us, by our parents. <laughs> And all we would do is go to school and that was that. And all all was asked of us was get good grades and uh, pass, you know, keep going to school, uh, simpler times, but let's talk about this. So this is a new halo series It's based on the popular video game franchise of the same name. It is set in the 26th century and covers the conflict between the United Nations space command and the alien covenant. Now this series will premiere in 2022 on paramount plus. Dude, thoughts on this? Like, what do you think? Dude, so it's it's just a series. Like, it's just a teaser trailer for the series. I think it's nine episodes. Um, but yeah, dude, they've been trying to make a series about this for a while now. And I think I think Paramount Plus, it seems like a good direction to go. Yeah, definitely um, agree. Yeah. I mean, we just saw like a little tiny snippet of it, but I'm excited for it, dude. Like, I, I think this story in general makes for a good... Um, you know, miniseries versus a movie. I know the movie could be pretty cool if the budget was big, but I feel like this is this is good to get more of a backstory on Master Chief and like how you know the whole uh, the whole ring, the whole Halo ring came about. Um, I'm here for it, dude. I, uh, as you say, I I uh, think that the nostalgia will hit me. Yeah, and I want to I want to revisit it. Yeah, uh, if the storytelling is good, dude, I'm 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 there for it. So. Yeah, dude, no, definitely, dude. Halo is a cool like the story is awesome, dude. The Covenant and like you know the the, the UNS flood. <laughs> the flood. Remember the, the flood? Yeah, I was about to say yeah, like the Covenant and the flood come out, dude. That is all freaking rad. I remember playing Halo one, two, three. Uh, my favorite is Halo three ODST, which is like the one you know it's like a little side story, but dude, great freaking great game. Um. Dude, yes, like this is this is pretty cool. Like I'm excited for this, and you're right, it isn't his first foray into uh, uh, like t- TV series. I think they had one for Halo Five Guardians uh, with Spartan Locke, um, which was ba- uh, based on like uh, certain characters who were trying to track down uh, Master Chief and Cortana. Um, because of you know, right. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna spoil the game. You guys should definitely go uh, look into the story. The story gets a little. 
not convoluted, but it's a little strange at certain times that you can get lost for sure. You like I read, I think one of the books, like when I was in my youth, um, a long time ago. I think it was called The Flood, if I'm not mistaken. But yeah, it was a good book. I but I yeah, I wouldn't be able to you know remember it all. Uh, but yeah, dude, the character's always been great, dude. The new multiplayer just came out for uh, Xbox Series X and S, uh, Halo Infinite. So like you can see that this is like you know gonna garner enough audience to kind of get people like going. And I feel that Xbox is having that Game Pass kind of thing. And like the Xbox Live, they might be able to say like, oh, if you have Game Pass and you pay for it monthly, you'll be able to get like a month of Paramount Plus for free to watch the show. Like, oh, bam, there you go. And here's the game. And, you know, they're, they're, I know that Microsoft is doing things here in the background to like, you know, it sounds like, oh, wow, they're giving us everything we want. But no, they're here to make money, too. Like they know that this is going to take off and all that it's going to sell like toys and you know what have you yeah i think that the audience is still strong for the series i think they're gonna have that kind of built-in fan base if they do it right um master chief is played by pablo is he the original voice pablo sharber no but he has that sweet voice uh oh steve downs damn i knew oh, yeah, it yeah, yeah. yeah steve downs he uh he he uh he does a like well, i think he has a pot or uh there's this podcast an xbox podcast and uh, all, this is Steve Downs, and you're listening. He does a, the Halo voice <laughs> for them, and I was like, "That's so." Like the podcast is, I'm not, I'm not gonna lie to you, I'm not a big fan of it, but just that intro was sweet. That's awesome, and uh, congratulations <laughs> for getting his voice to do that. Uh, but yeah, dude. Um, no, yeah, that is not the original cast. I don't know if they have any of the original people, but uh, it's gonna be interesting because uh, Pablo uh, Schreiber, who is playing Master Chief, uh, you. One of the things, if you guys don't know the game, you never see Master Chief's face. The only time right. you ever see is if you beat it on Legendary and he removes his helmet, but you still don't see his face. Um, I think it's Halo 2 or 1. I forget which one it is. But you, yeah, you never see his face. You see like the back of it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Didn't we beat uh, Halo 4 uh, together? Legendary ones? <laughs> or something like that? I think that one That one's really good. I yeah, I think we, we beat that one together, if I'm not mistaken. Uh that's neither here nor there, dude. This is a definitely <laughs> see it for me. And I'm here. I know it, it, it's kind of a cheat, right? Like, because we're a little biased and they really didn't show you much. Like, they show you like the helmet. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, this is a worse trailer the... than Bel Air. But... <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, a, it's kind of a like we're seeing it based off of other things, but I, I like just the, just the idea of it. Um, and I, I can't wait to see like a full on trailer just to kind of gauge. If we're if it's gonna be great, um, but I think yeah. they have they have the right ingredients, so we'll see what happens. No, definitely, it has everything kind of like going for it, and uh, like I always say, or Steve Down says, I'm here for it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. They... <laughs> Triple kill. All right, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was pretty good. Triple kill. That's a good one. I love that dude. That is the yeah, uh, sweet. So let's 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 hit up a couple of the Twitter questions that you pulled. And um, the first one comes to us from at a list LK. Is that how you say it? LK. Alistk. 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 Yeah, definitely. A L I S T L K. And now I saw this Twitter. It's a list. Yeah, no, I saw this Twitter question on like going through my Twitter feed here. And he says, been blessed as a Superman fan. That every version of the character we've gotten has been amazing. Here's to many more awesome adaptations of my favorite hero. Who's yours? Now, he posts 
four pictures. Henry Cavill. We got, uh, oh my gosh. <laughs> what happened to the names? Oh, I didn't write them down. Dang it. No. You should know this, Ernie. You no, should I don't, know this. I don't, I don't know those, those dudes. I know Christopher, Christopher Reeves. I, wait, where's Christopher Reeves? Yeah. Oh, sorry. I didn't see him. Yeah. So I know Christopher Reeves. I don't know these other two. <laughs> sorry. My apologies. I just know Henry Cavill and uh, Christopher Reeves. Those are both probably some of my favorite Superman adaptations. Tyler Hoochlin. Hoochlin yeah. is the newest one from Superman and Lois. Mm-hmm. And then um, Brandon, Brandon Ruth. Yeah. Okay, no worries. But I, I do want to say one thing, dude. I'm sad that they didn't add uh, Dean Cain on this, dude. Lois and Clark, dude. You remember that old show? <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did he ever become Superman in that show? I don't remember. Yeah, he was always much. Superman in the show. The only oh, okay. person well, that wasn't yeah. Superman in a show that I can recall was Tom Welling. I mean, he becomes Superman in the end, but he, he just flies away. There's nothing else that you get to see right. him as Superman. That's why I did it. And that's why I never, because Tom Welling is my favorite Clark Kent Superman in anything. But if we're talking like the Superman, Superman that actually is doing stuff with the costume and all that, it'd be Henry Cavill, um, you know, Zack Snyder's um, just overall, dude. I love the way that's they kind of, yeah, that's my favorite. I love the way he handles the character. I think he, he pays the best respect out of all the characters or out of all the actors minus, you know, Christopher Reeves, obviously Christopher Reeves is, is classic. Nothing will beat him, but uh, Henry Cavill is probably like, um, when I like think of, of Superman, that's who I imagine. Like uh, just the way and I think uh, I think Henry Cavill handled it. Like like I said, um, with a, a sense of uh, kind of how to, how, like with 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 care, if that makes sense for like the fans. You know what I mean? Like it, like I think he he could have like messed it up and done something really strange with the way he acted, but it was I don't know. I thought it was really sweet, dude. I don't know. What did you think? I would agree that uh, Henry Cavill's been the best on-screen Superman. I think that we've seen. Um, he still needs his own like standalone movie. I think. Um, I think they kind of thrust him into a story that um, he wasn't fully Superman yet. Like, he was still kind of like finding his way in the first one. Um, I'm gonna go and throw a bit of a curveball at you because I, I, for me, I'm a little biased. Honestly, I love. The animated version, the best. Oh, like the that's one, a, okay. I didn't even. Yes, the that's one voiced by one. Tim Daly, dude. Yes, Tim yes, Daly's yes. Superman. He embodies all the qualities of Superman to me. Like I feel like we get enough time with him. Like we get a series, so we we kind of get. It's a little cheating, but I love that version of Superman. Like he he's like so selfless, so like heroic, and everything he does, like. I, the writing on that show is just great. I love his his take on Superman. So, yeah, no, it's a little cheating, but for me, I, that's my favorite. Yeah, I'd no. go back and watch that anytime. No, yeah, <laughs> no, that's a that's a great choice, dude. That is a very great choice. Uh, Tim Daly, I think he comes out in uh, one of the episodes of uh, uh, what's that show with uh, Brandon Ruth? It's where he like you know I think it's like the the League of Tomorrow or something. It's like one of those Warner Brothers shows. On oh. WB, uh, I think Tim Daly comes out as Superman, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, but I sweet. never saw the show. I just remember, I saw an image a long time ago, and I was like, dude, that's Tim Daly. <laughs> also, so I wonder if that that he comes out. But yeah, dude, cool. If they, if they could do like a like a story in that vein with uh, Henry Cavill's character, that'd be sweet, dude. That's all I would ever want in like a standalone Superman Man of Steel two. Yeah, 
But it's I don't so, know which villain they would cast, yeah. but yeah. I feel like they would probably I keep always saying this because I really like this character, but Brainiac. Brainiac would be Brainiac, so dope. Yeah. Uh or I think Bizarro, like you said, oh, uh, yeah, Bizarro would be a sweet take. Yeah. Dang. But yeah, great great question. A list. Uh thank you for sending or thank you for writing that. Um let's go on to our next question. I don't like this question at all, Ernie. I, hate I know, this and, and that's why I put it. I put it up, dude. It, this one comes from Kobe. Uh, CLSLCMOF. Selmoff. I don't even know what he would. But yeah, so that guy, he asks, you can only watch one. The other you can never see. What's your pick? And this, this, this madman. <laughs> <laughs> he posted either the Batman with uh, Robert Pattinson or Spider-Man No Way Home with Tom Holland. Now, I want to ask you okay. first, like, what are you thinking? Because I'm hyped for, we're both hyped for both of them, right? But there's one yeah. that I'm a little bit more hyped. I want to see what your thoughts are first. So I hate this. This is a terrible question. This is like a Sophie's Choice. Like, ugh, I don't, I don't like it. And shame on you for asking this question. Yeah. But Shame on him for just posting this, dude. Yeah, where does he get off? <laughs> just kidding. No, it's just like, nah, it's just like it's one good, of those. It's good. Yeah, I mean, it's just like one of those, like. I'd I'd rather never see myself. I'm just kidding. <laughs> but uh I here's the thing. I feel like at this point in the uh, in the journey, I am more invested in Spider-Man at this point because of all like the the rumors and the hype. Like I, I've just put too much time into it. Like I have to see this movie. Like that, that that's gonna have to be Spider-Man for me, even though I really want to see the Batman. And you'll probably say the Batman. I am going to say that, man. That is correct. Dude, I... Okay, so I'm never going to get to see the movie ever, right? The movie, I will never see it theatrically. It's gone. It's fine. Never That's see fine. It. I'll read the book. <laughs> I can read. Unless they, like, it's out of my, like, I can't do anything. That's, like, my way of getting... But, dude, I don't know. I just... The Batman just it looks more enticing to me. I've seen plenty of Spider-Man, and obviously we've seen plenty of Batman, but I genuinely want to see this take. Like I just saw the other like I, I don't have enough things on the Batman to tell you why I'm overhyped. The other day I just found out that Riddler is killing like the one percent, like the the rich in the in in the movie. That's that's his goal in, in the overall film is oh, to kill yeah. And I was like, that sounds so freaking dope. Like I we never get something like that, dude. Like <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. So the Batman that's the Batman for me. Shame on you for the question. Uh shame <laughs> on you for posting and uh <laughs> Let's move uh, along. Let's move let's along. Move along. <laughs> nah, yeah, but thank you for the question. That was a tough one. Um, so the next one comes to us from It's Wade Wilson. And they write, uh, who's your favorite female character introduced in the Marvel Phase 4? Uh, that's, pretty, that's a pretty interesting question as well. Uh, Ernie, who would you say? Of all the characters, female characters announced in Phase 4, you know, we got uh, Kate Bishop. We got Yelena from Black Widow. Monica Rambo from WandaVision. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, do you have a do you have a favorite? Don't say that. <laughs> yeah, Lena, dude, <laughs> Belova, dude. She's. I think she was probably the one that I enjoyed most in when the newest Phase Four, which is kind of weird because is it Phase Four? I guess they're saying that it is, but it's like Black Widow, and she's. I mean, you know, I mean, I think that was the start alert, of it, but though. she's dead. I think the the only thing Phase Four was like the ending of it. <laughs> to be honest with you that that's all that is phase four like the other thing is like before all that dude yeah i think she's probably stood out to me the most um uh overall in like 
just the character. Um, but uh, I don't know. I, I just, I, I think I do want to say like one honorable mention and I don't want to butcher her name, but uh, a Meng Er Zhang from uh, uh, Shang-Chi. I think she mm. did an awesome job too as a, as a character. I, I think she's probably would be my second choice. Is that his sister? Yeah, it's his sister in the in Shang-Chi. Oh yeah, she was sweet. She did a good job too. I would also say, well, I know we kind of got an intro to her, but I thought we got a much better exploration of Wanda, like just in that series. I really liked what they did with her. Um, but I would say the the newest character that I was most um intrigued about was Sylvie, who's basically Loki in uh female form dude that's a that's a great choice i forgot about sylvie shoot and she yeah she caused a lot of trouble towards the end there but like i know a lot of people didn't like her and i was was like surprised i was like really like i i thought she was great i thought she did a good job um it's it'll be interesting to see if they continue her storyline in like phase or the the sequel Mm -hmm. the second series of loki so and then also like kate bishop so far she's been a good character we've got to see kind of like more of her because the series is not finished yet, but I'm interested to see like what happens with her. And then I think when Ms. Marvel comes out, we're going to get a bunch of more from Monica Rambo. So, I mean, there's a lot of strong characters that they've been introducing. And so, yeah, I'm excited to see where the phase goes, but Sylvie would be mine. That's um, a great choice. Sure. And I, I like her. I, I actually, I was one of the people that really enjoyed her as a character. I don't know why I didn't hear anyone dislike her, but that's, I can see why, but I'm like, I don't know why you would want to hate her. Like, I thought you did a great job. That's our all of our Twitter questions for the for the week. If you guys have more Twitter questions, definitely send them in. And uh, we love answering those ones. So for sure. Let's get on to our what are we watching? And Ernie, I know you you probably had a little a little bit of trouble because you're watching the baby. I was. Uh, that's what I was watching, <laughs> honestly, uh, most of the time. I was able to on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, watch Hawkeye. So I saw the first two episodes. Um, we saw them all together. I think like all the family was in our room and we we're just checking it out. Um, so that's what I was actually watching that and Cowboy Bebop, but I won't, I mean, we're just going to choose one. Dude, Hawkeye, dude, pretty great show. Dude, I actually enjoyed it. I was never a big fan of Jeremy Renner's uh, Hawkeye. Like I think he didn't, he wasn't as, you know, put in the forefront in the overall, the Marvel movies, except like, you know, Avengers when he becomes like evil, but then again, he's kind of like a side character in a sense. Um, so there's never been more of that character, like kind of, you know, uh, out there and, and it, like, and he does play a big role. Like I think in age of Ultron is probably my, when he's my favorite. Um, yeah. if you recall, uh, when they're trying to get, or I'm sorry, age of Ultron, um, Captain America, civil war. Do you remember when he goes to get Wanda and he's like in like, oh, you remember yeah. that scene and like, you know, vision is trying to like get him and all that stuff. I think that was like my favorite moment of him. Cause like, he was like, kind of like oh, he's done with it but he's like i'm here to help you guys <laughs> you know i think that was like the hawkeye that i really enjoyed uh the most at least in my opinion but you're right dude kate bishop and him being like teaming up i love the dynamic so far i can't wait for what's next because i don't know genuinely where this is headed or why the show is kind of you know made obviously they probably could do the young avengers or like you know the teenage avengers whatever you want to call them so yeah, I, that's what I've been watching. Great show, definitely recommend it. Yeah, so far I agree with you. It's been really fun. I I like how they're kind of playing off of him getting older, and uh, he's not as as spry as he was in the early movies. Like he's uh, there's a part where he goes to crouch down 
like uh, on a on the city sidewalk, and he's like, ah, <laughs> it's like his like his bones or his yeah, muscles yeah. are sore. And I like that. <laughs> I don't too. know, just fun little things like they're yeah. playing off of it. Definitely, dude. I, I love that too. I want to mention something you were taught, you were discussing in the last episode uh, with the, one of the Twitter questions. They were talking about his hearing aid, and I love that they yeah. finally gave him a. a, a Something that, you know, has been caused through all the craziness of him because he's not he, he's like Black Widow. They don't have superpowers. They don't regenerate. They're not Thor. Or, you know what I mean? They're like, yeah. once they get hurt, they're like pretty hurt for a while. Right. And like uh, you, you're finally seeing that through all the years of all these like crazy, you know, things that have been going on in their lives. He's finally like losing his hearing. He's a, uh, you know. Yeah, he's been through a bunch of stuff, yeah. dude. And like, he's just a mortal, right? He's just an, a mere man. Yeah, he's just a regular man. Yeah. I loved how they, they, uh, there's a, there's a scene where they go into like the, the drugstore and he's just get he's just getting supplies to clean his wounds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's telling like, hey, like, I'll grab this and this. And he's like, oh, you're going to go to a secret base. And he's like, no, Tony sold that. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah. No, he's, yeah, it's yeah. some fun moment, like, so, like humanizing, right? It just kind of brings you back to like, oh, yeah, yeah this guy, he's a, he's, he's pretty, pretty hardcore just just surviving what he survived yeah i think so that's far. that's that's i always talk about this because i you know i mentioned it with the tom welling character and superman like i love when you know they ground these characters and they have like problems like regular people you know what i mean like i like that stuff i definitely agree with you with the uh, hawkeye i want to see how it ends um for me the recommended i would say if you haven't watched arcane freaking watch arcane i know it kind of went off on a rant uh, last episode but the one I saw this week I would recommend is uh, King Richard, dude. Watch King Richard if you haven't seen it on HBO Max. Great, great little story. Like I didn't initially, I wasn't in the mood to watch it. And I heard people were saying it was really good. And so I just played it. It draws you in the story. Will Smith and the two girls did a great job. The whole family does a great job telling the story. And it's just crazy how, how the portrayal of these real people um, is done so well. And it's just so inspiring. It's just like, like if you have a vision or a goal in your head and you stick to it, it he, he just instills in his daughters, like all these um, great traits that are hard to do, like hard to instill. Like he makes these certain choices that at the time might not seem right, but I loved how there was a constant consistency to his pattern. I don't want to spoil the whole movie, but you know, this is based on a real person. But everything that he planned out for his daughter was very methodical and consistent. And I just thought that's very rare to see portrayed on a, on a, in a movie. The delay gratification, like a lot of people just want to, to get to the good stuff quickly. And he basically instilled in his daughters, like, no, you wait for the results. Like you, can't, you continue to put in the hard work and then you will see them eventually instead of like, oh, let's just go do it. And, you know, I think a lot of people are in our society at least are very wanting to see instant results and instant gratification and it was just it was just interesting i really liked his character and i really liked how he was portrayed on the screen so yeah if you if you have a chance check it out it's on hbo max it's like a free you know if you have the subscription it's a free watch but great great little movie i definitely recommend that one yeah no dad definitely that, that looks like a great movie i think we had talked about the trailer a while back and it was one of the ones that i actually wanted to see um it's just been a little bit harder to kind of uh, uh, watch these films that I want to pay attention to when the baby is kind of like, you know, either being rambunctious or, uh, you know, <laughs> needing attention, yeah. you know, I don't want to like not, you know, be with her, but yeah, definitely something I want to check out. I'm glad you uh, recommended it. Uh, 
I was curious to see. I hadn't actually seen any reviews on it. I just kind of assumed it was going to be good because Will Smith is in it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. uh, but I love what you said that uh, what he what he does to instill uh, to his daughters and you know seeing him raise them a certain way to basically for success, right? Um, and uh, yeah, yeah, instant gratification is a terrible thing. Uh, I know. I, <laughs> I know. I'm one to. I'm not one to say because I actually love, you know, I want that too, but you're right. The society is into that right now. And uh, I'm glad to see that they're, uh, you know, like it's something good comes from waiting. It's different than what you usually see on screen. And uh, so crazy. Like they have like a, you know, obviously he's, he's a real person. Like he's, it's based on a real character. And like uh, you see a little bit of footage of him um, at the end. It's like, man, Will Smith did such a spot on job of how he acts, like how his mannerisms are and stuff. So pretty cool and it's just cool that it's like a real story you know like it's mm-hmm. like a real life spoiler alert they become tennis pros <laughs> they, yeah. and they're really famous well that's my recommendation for the week um uh, and that's pretty much it for this episode uh, ernie just uh thank you for thank you for joining us of course not thank you for having me had fun with the episode a lot of cool interesting topics i'm glad that you guys are uh tuning in every week when we do have an episode sorry for the little hiatus every now and then uh, I do want to get into the episodes a little bit more regularly. So I think you're going to see me coming on a little bit more. Um, if, if the baby is with me, she'll be crying, but she'll be a special guest. There you go. Sounds like a plan. Um, yeah, if you guys had fun with the episode, definitely subscribe to the podcast. Follow us on Twitter. Send us some tweets uh, if you are so inclined. And uh, we'll be back next week for another episode. So thank you again for joining us. And we'll catch you guys in the next. Bye, guys and gals. <laughs>